Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. We are going to talk UFC now because it was UFC 281 at Madison Square Garden in New York yesterday. Uh, we were hoping to get Hot Rod McSwain on the phone uh, to talk uh, former Kiwi uh, MMA pro uh, and now trainer, but uh, struggling to get hold of Rod at the moment. So uh, Brian's going to sub in. In the meantime, uh, Brian, four Kiwis on the card yesterday, uh, two two wins, two losses, and Probably the biggest surprise of all is—is is he going down in the uh, in the in the title decider? Yeah, surprise, no, because uh, you've seen it happen twice before with that guy. So, not surprised, but uh, shocked. You know, yeah. shocked. Yeah, shocked. I think it's probably. I mean, there were parallels. I think. Uh, in this fight to the last time that they fought when Pereira it was the same knocked thing. Izzy, is out. Izzy was winning the fight, yeah. had done almost everything he needed to do. Uh, I mean, I think at that time when he lost the last fight to Pereira, he had given him a standing eight count, yep. uh, which they don't have in UFC, obviously, but they had in boxing. Yeah, and uh, that and, saved him. And, yeah, in kickboxing. And that saved him, really. Uh, and then he got he, he got Izzy with a lucky punch. Well, we saw much the same. He was 3-1 he, he was up on all the judges' cards. Yeah. And um, yeah, he probably prob- just dropped that second round. Yeah, um, I think. And but he just he did things that were a bit uneasy, like like standing in front of him with his back to the cage. That, I found that really strange too. Um, it, it was it was really really weird uh, how he just would walk back. But usually he circles out, but he was going straight back mm. to a guy who likes to just walk straight forward. Now we have actually seen this fight. If you go back and watch that kickboxing fight, same thing happened. Is he pieced him up for most of the fight? You know, uh, Alex Alex had a couple of good moments. And then uh, the punch. Now, I don't believe any of them were lucky at that level when you train that hard and you've been setting up to try and punch the bloke in the face. It was on purpose. You know, You know, like um, I could throw a lucky punch and knock someone out mm. no problem but someone at that at that level i don't i don't think there is such i don't well, think maybe really lucky's is the wrong word i think maybe it was a hail mary punch well it was cuz that yeah. was all he had left uh, all he could do he had lost the fight and they said to him in that corner you need to go out and win this bout yeah, yeah. Well, and and I think that's a that's a really good point, you know. Um so I think he'll be kicking himself. There apparently there is a rematch clause. There has to be. Yeah. Because you think about it, the division was cleared out. Yeah, this blows the division right wide open, but is he uh won that much and is that big of a star that they have to do the rematch next? It, mm. It's the logical thing. And if he wins that, I'd love to see Pereira go up against Whitaker. Mm. I'd love to see. He's huge. He's a light heavyweight. I'd love to see him try um uh, like a, a wrestler like a Brunson or even a Cannonier. Yeah. 
Yeah, Cannonier would be great because he's another big fighter, you know, another really big fighter. Managed to track him down. Hot Rod McSwain joins us, uh, former MMA pro and uh, coach who's involved with the CKB team as well. Uh, g'day, Rod. How are you, mate? Hey, how's it going, Ricardo? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. Good. Um, we were just talking about Israel's uh, loss and, and, and losing the title and uh, maybe some of the parallels we saw from his last fight against Pereira where he dominated the fight uh, and then just tried to manage it out and, and ended up losing it. Yeah, and unfortunately, April, that's a um, similar tale to the last one. Um, man, just first off, just super gutted. You know, I thought he was three rounds up three to one rounds and he was looking good in that last round um got caught with that bloody left hook again mm-hmm. um dealt with it a little bit better with uh, the four ounce gloves and um just probably couldn't get to the clinch or couldn't get couldn't get in close to nullify those those strikes that onslaught from um Pereira. What, did, yeah, bro. what did you make of um the way you know given he was trying to manage the fight out obviously he was up three one on you know on all the judges cards um but the fact that he was going backwards and going backwards in a straight line and ended up with his back on the cage rather than you know <clears throat> trying to circle out i guess i guess it's relative to how the first four rounds were going bro like he was doing that in the first four rounds and then he had fake going uh left and then he had quickly circle out to the right and um just you i guess he was getting a bit comfortable bro maybe maybe gassing a bit and um he just he just got a bit too comfortable with his back against the cage because mm. nothing was really landing in the in the first four rounds nothing crazy significant and um you gotta remember israel doesn't get hit a lot you know he's not used to getting big shots so when that big shot came through it um it, it rocked him and when you get rocked you know you um the lights go out, the curtains close. Um, you got to deal with it for f- five to ten seconds of just like a bomb's just gone off alongside you, and that that's the feeling. So um, it, it's hard for Israel to to fight through that, I guess, because he hasn't been there a lot. So um, we do a few drills at the gym to mimic that, and um, but uh, man, it's it's different when you when you're in there, Ricardo. You know. Yeah. Well, I suppose it's hard. To, I mean, you know, like you say, you try and mimic it, but you can't exactly um, land bombs on a guy to teach him how to deal with it, can you? It's not uh, not conducive to to, well, to, yeah. to to being long in the sport doing that. Exactly. There's a few drills we do to to mimic the feeling. Like one one of them would be like if you if you're dizzy. Yep. You know, if you jump on a jump on a um one of those kids' playgrounds on that spinny thing and spin around, you get off. It's it's kind of a similar feeling. So um, we don't bring one of those in, but <laughs> we um, we do similar stuff. And um, and normally, you know, it, I thought initially watching the fight, I thought it stopped just a tad early, you know. But I, you, you do have to look out for someone's health and more shots to the head. It's um, it's just gonna um, just don't extend the recovery, you know, with the concussion return to play um, protocol. It'll mm-hmm. just extend that. So I'm, I'm I'm glad he didn't get too many shots to the head. And um, but like the fighter and, and you wants him to go, Hey man, he could have come back. You know, he didn't drop. He, um, he, Israel, you know, he, he could have shot for a takedown or, or clinched him up and maybe survived the round and, and won the title. But Hey, it, uh, it wasn't looking good for him at that point. It wasn't mate. I mean, as a, uh, you know, somebody who's watched a lot of Israel, I looked at um, his, you know, his last maybe four or five fights. And I mentioned, use the words managing, um, and he's done that. He's managed his title victories of late, but we haven't really seen him finish anyone. Uh, even when he's had opportunities to, 
He's rather than take the risk to finish someone, he's just managed the fight out. And it hasn't cost him until now because, uh, you know, he could have finished Carlos probably at the end of the first. He uh, had opportunities to finish him in the third as well and didn't do it. Um, is that something that's a worry for you as you look at, is he not, you know, closing fights out and actually going the distance uh, more often than not? I think, bro, if you look at his second fight with Pereira, um, he he tried to go for the finish. Okay, mm. so Israel was, was his first fight. He managed and he got a loss. So his second fight, the mentality was, well, if I manage this fight in, against Pereira in his hometown, I'm definitely not going to win a decision. So um, I'm just going to take him out. So he rocked him in the second fight. He uh, gave him an eight count in the second round, I think. And in the third round, um, he came out guns blazing. And the problem is, Pereira's like, uh, he's dangerous, man, even when he's hurt. Just one of those, if you're close enough to be in range of his left hook, you're close enough to die, man. It's you know that's the that's the thing. So I guess he's the most dangerous when he's hurt, or he's the most dangerous when you're trying to finish him. So I guess Israel, rather than press forward in that last round, uh, was trying to back up. But the problem was Pereira. He's fearless. He just kept coming forward, and he's you see when when Israel nearly dropped him in the end of that first round, it was because he Pereira was coming forward throwing bombs. So he'll throw a big left hook but he'll drop his right hand. He'll throw his big overhand right, but his left hand's not on his guard. So Israel can pick those shots, but man, if you want to sit there and try and pick off those shots, which paid off in the end of that first round, he, he give him another five seconds, that fight would have been done, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, but you know, that's the thing. you you got to risk it. Risk it for the biscuit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> risk and reward, man. Risk and reward. Uh, there, there will be, be a rematch. I guess it's just a matter of when. I, I wouldn't imagine we're going to see it um, to what, probably middle of next year? It's like with, with concussions and, and the sport, Ricardo, it's, the UFC don't care too much because, you know, it's just a, it's a business, not a, um, you know, it's not really a sports body organisation. Mm. So um, they'll try and push for it ASAP. But the coaches and the team will, will sit down and we'll do a <clears throat> they'll have they'll follow protocol, they'll have a look at the symptoms, see how Israel's going. That again, it looks like he didn't get a bad concussion, just a few, maybe a minor one. So um the recovery should be pretty good. And um I I'd say depending on him and the coaches, you're looking at yeah, probably middle of next year. Mm. You know, who knows? Pereira might fight before that, he might lose before that. Um but I think hopefully in Israel's position, he would have a, a rematch clause uh, definitely after a, a potential loss. Yeah, you'd think so. You'd think so. Well, hopefully we get more uh, information about that soon, mate. Well, let's, let's talk about a few of the other fights on the card. We'll get to the other Kiwis in a minute, but I think you know the, the fight of the night for me had to be uh, Poirier versus Chandler, didn't it? Chandler came out with his foot to the floor, and I thought he was going to win it towards the end of that first round, but uh, Poirier hung on and then ended up uh, winning by rear naked choke in the third. Oh man, I've, I'm guilty, uh, Ricardo. I did not watch that fight. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bro. Sorry. Well, you need to go and find it, man, because that was the fight of the night. Okay, damn, bugger. I far out. Okay, I'll I'll see where I can find it and, and give it a watch. Yeah, I it's... thought I thought I, I thought Poirier was going to do well in that fight, just because I like I like Chandler, but he doesn't utilize his wrestling as he as much as he should because he's got such good wrestling and. Oh, if you if you see his Instagram or his 
or his feet. That's all he's doing. All he's doing is wrestling, chain wrestling, taking people down. And you see his fights and he's brawling. It's like, bro, come on, man. Let's see some of that chain wrestling. Well, he, Chandler had Poirier's back at one point and Poirier was uh, complaining to the referee and they showed it afterwards because they interviewed him afterwards after he had the win and then they showed some footage afterwards. Chandler was trying to fish hook him. He was trying to um, put his fingers <laughs> at his mouth to pull his head up so he could get underneath his ne- under his chin. Um, and so, yeah, he was a bit filthy about that. They, I mean, they weren't too friendly before the fight and they weren't much friendlier after, mate, to be fair. Yeah. Um, let's talk the Kiwis, the other Kiwis there, mate. Dan Hooker, great to see him back and, and, and with a, a solid win. Uh, it's not often you see someone winning by TKO of body kicks. That just shows the, the toolkit of Dan. You know, people don't realise that he's probably one of the best guys in the gym and with the, or the most diverse skill set, you know, from range and close, boxing, kicking, wrestling, jits, uh, that's why he's the captain of the team, man. Dan, Dan's got it all. So um, those teeps, oh my gosh, you don't want to be at the end of those. <laughs> and I guess it's it's similar to uh, Dan's first fight in the UFC. Ian Entwistle, Mr. Footlock, going after all those footlocks, even got a heel hook on Dan, and Dan just waved his finger at him and then elbowed him in the face for the finish. <laughs> so, um, you know, he's no stranger to someone playing footsies or attempting to. But if you can't get Dan down, it's going to be a long night. Yeah, well, it, it felt like uh, Puel's had basically had no um, no game, uh, no plan B. You know, he just kept trying <laughs> to do it, and then Dan was just like step back and tell him to get up and step back. Now, you know, and then the crowd got on his back as well. Um, yeah, it was an interesting one. I, I tell you what, there'd be there's a few, there was a few people suggesting, and a few of them were fighters as well, suggesting on Twitter uh, that Puel's would get sacked by Dan, Dana White after that performance. Oh. <laughs> They're a bit harsh, eh? We all, we all have bad days in the office, mate. <laughs> Some of those guys have a bad day, they get sacked. Come yeah. on now. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it was the, it was the sitting down on his backside all the time that was uh, was bringing that on, mate. Um, Carlos Ulberg too, uh, good win for him, mate. Another another win, another knockout win as well. So uh, he's definitely on the on the on the road now. He seems to have gotten used to the UFC and has take def- down defense has gotten better and uh, he's been able to use his striking again. Just amazing. See that footwork and range. Um, just mixing up the jab with the with the kicks and just following following the game plan. You know, like the the game plan. People don't realize that the edge that the CKB boys have over over other teams is is the planning, the coaching. Look at the coaching staff. You know, um, huge. You got um, you got Andre. You got the wrestling. You got the you got Mike Angove. You know. They know what they're doing, man. And if you just follow the game plan, if you have the confidence to listen and trust, trust is a big thing when you're cornering. Like I just ran a boxing show on the weekend and the guys who listen to their corner, they're the ones who, who came out and, and did really well. And um, see, Holberg just, there was times there where he, he could engage and make it a firefight, but why? You know, we got, listen to the coaches, stay relaxed. And um, his opponent, he had to get in there. He, had to, he was forced to rush in. When you're forced to rush in, um, you're going to leave holes. And then he was countering with his overhand right after Allberg's jab and got the read. So Allberg would sway the jab, chuck a left hook over, and that was that was done. You know, just a bit of patience and um, precision. Patience and precision indeed, mate. And uh, the, finally, we should talk uh, Quake Riddell. Didn't go his way. Uh, another loss for him. I think that's three in a row now. He might might be a little bit nervous if, if Dana White uh, number comes up on his phone. 
Yeah, man, that was that was tough to watch. You know, poor Brady. Um, Brady's got a he's got a you know he's got a new new little family, and um, I guess I've got a new little family, and, and and with Dan and stuff. And sometimes, you know, it's hard to just put all your energy into fighting because if you're not 100% focused on your fight or your training, um, you know, there's energy going elsewhere, and you and you put yourself at risk, and it's tough. You know, the Dan's Dan's uh, Brad's awesome. He's, He's a workhorse in the gym. He's got all the skill sets. And um, just watching him not defend the choker was hard. I was, I was like, man, come on, bro, fight the hands. You know, he wasn't fighting the hands. He's good, man. His jitsu's is good. His wrestling is good. I feel he's a better striker than Moicano, but he just didn't didn't turn up mm. on, on that day. And it just heart goes out to him. Love that fella. Yeah, well, hopefully we see him back uh, and he gets another crack um, at the UFC as well. And uh, UFC 281, I've just been told as well in my ear uh, from Brian, has set a record for the most first-round knockouts in UFC history. There were seven on the card last night. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I definitely have to watch the whole card. <laughs> you definitely do. Hey, Rod, thanks very much for your time today, bro. I really appreciate it. Um, always good to get some uh, information from someone that's been there. Uh, it's got some insights of what it's like to be in the in the octagon and also uh, continues to work with these guys as, as a trainer as well, mate. Really appreciate your time. Keep up the good work, eh? Awesome. Thanks a lot, Ricardo. You have a good day, mate. Yeah, you too, man. Uh, Hot Rod McSwain there with us talking UFC 281. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.